नमस्कार स्वागत है आप सभी का हमारी इस खास पेशकश में मैं हूं प्रीति सिंह आई एम विशाल दहिया तो एक तरह से देखें तो केंद्र सरकार ने बजट वित्त वर्ष 2021-22 को पेश करने की पूरी तैयारी कर ली है और अगर देखा जाए तो इस बार बजट पेश करना अगर माना जाए तो आजाद भारत में सबसे चुनौतीपूर्ण माना जा रहा है क्योंकि इस तरह के हालात इस तरह की परिस्थितियां हम देख रहे हैं कोरोना महामारी के बाद कई आर्थिक चुनौतियां हैं जो हमारे सामने खड़ी हैं इसलिए माहौल चुनौतीपूर्ण है और जाहिर तौर पर जो उम्मीदें हैं वो सब तरफ से हैं अगर उद्योगों की बात करें तो उद्योगों की उम्मीद है कि उन्हें कुछ राहत मिले सरकार की तरफ से सहयोग मिले वहीं जनता चाहती है कि उसके पास खर्च करने के लिए ज्यादा पैसे हों उसे भी सरकार से काफी उम्मीदें हैं इसलिए इस बार बजट को उम्मीदों भरा बजट माना जा रहा है एक फरवरी को वित्त मंत्री निर्मला सीतारमन हमारे सामने बजट पेश करेंगे और उसमें विशाल कई तरह की उम्मीदें हैं जो सामने आ सकती है डेफिनेटली देर आर लॉर्ड ऑफ होप्स colleague Preeti was pointing out given the fact that uh, the uh, world not only india has uh, tackled a pandemic uh, the covid pandemic so there are several sectors which need urgent care and a specific focus as well so today we're going to talk about manufacturing and specifically the sector subsector msme when we talk about manufacturing and when we look at uh, manufacturing then uh, this clearly is the backbone of the indian economy and uh, in the past few years uh, in terms of gross value add it has touched a high of around 20% but then uh, it also needs an urgent care let's take a look india's manufacturing sector has been at the center of economic planning since independence powered by the impetus given to the sector some big public sector enterprises came up psus that are still contributing to nation's health over the years the services sector has edged out the manufacturing sector in terms of contribution in recent years the sector has also struggled to keep pace with its previous performance but its contribution to economic growth and employment can't be overlooked In 2008 and 9 the manufacturing sector contributed 18.5% to gross value added from 2009 to 2014 it touched 22.2% since then it has seen a decline with the exception of 2014-18 in 2018-20 its contribution came down to just 8.7% in terms of growth also the sector saw the same trend from 4.7% in 2008-9, 9.3% in 2009-11 and a high of 8.9% in 2014-18. It dipped to 2.9 in 2018-20. Manufacturing growth in last two quarters of 2019-20 was negative. The pandemic made situation worse in the first quarter of 2020-21. when growth turned minus 39.6%. Q2 brought some cheer for the sector with positive growth of 0.6%. The purchasing managers index or the PMI that indicates direction of economic trends in manufacturing rose to decade high of 58.9 in October 2020. It's still at above 56 which is considerably healthy. PMI data shows that factory orders increased in December due to looser COVID-19 restrictions 
stronger demand and improved market conditions. The rate of expansion accelerated from November. Firms lifted their pre-production inventories and purchase stocks clocked the quickest growth since March 2011. The manufacturing sector occupies priority status in government's plans. Its constant push to MSME is a key driver of Atmanirbhar Bharat Abhiyan. In the first Atmanirbhar Abhiyan, the MSME sector was given over 3.65 lakh crore rupees. The government also changed the definition of micro, small and medium enterprises by raising investment and turnover limits. In its third Atmanirbhar package, the government announced 1.46 lakh crore rupees as production-linked incentive to 10 champion sectors. These sectors include automobiles, telecom and telecom products, advanced chemistry, good cells, batteries and high-efficiency solar PV modules. However, the picture is not perfect for manufacturing. New export orders have grown slowly due to the pandemic. Input cost inflation accelerated to a 26-month high in December. Despite the fact that the sector is full of potential, successive governments have failed to make India part of global manufacturing revolution. But the post-pandemic situation promises to be different, offering India a chance to reverse the trend. Bureau Report तो एक तरह से ओवरव्यू हमने समझने की कोशिश की एमएसएमए की और खास तौर से अगर एमएसएमए में मैन्युफैक्चरिंग की बात करें तो यही आज हमारे जो चर्चा है उसका फोकस रहने वाला है और इस चर्चा में हमारे साथ शामिल हो रहे हैं पांच खास मेहमान हमारे साथ जुड़े हुए हैं मुकेश मोहन गुप्ता जो कि प्रेसिडेंट हैं चैंबर ऑफ एमएसएमए के आपका बहुत-बहुत स्वागत है गुप्ता सर साथ ही हमारे साथ एक भट्टाचार्य एडिटोरियल डायरेक्टर बिजनेस स्टैंडर्ड चर्चा में शामिल हैं हमारे साथ माधवलाल हैं फॉर्मर सेक्रेटरी एमएसएमई साथ ही अशोक सैगल को चेयरमैन सीआईआई एमएसएमई और इसके अलावा हमारे साथ चर्चा में शामिल हैं कनन कुमार पब्लिक पॉलिसी कंसलटेंट नीति आयोग आप सभी मेहमानों का बहुत-बहुत शुक्रिया इस कार्यक्रम में शामिल होने के लिए भट्टाचार्य सर पहले आपसे शुरुआत करना चाहूंगी हम देखें तो एमएसएमई को अगर हम भारतीय अर्थव्यवस्था की रीढ़ कहें तो गलत नहीं होगा क्योंकि जो जीडीपी है उसमें करीब 29% का योगदान सिर्फ एमएसएमई का है जब हम बात करते हैं पांच ट्रिलियन डॉलर की अर्थव्यवस्था बनाने की उस तरफ आगे बढ़ने की और हम देखते हैं कि मैन्युफैक्चरिंग हब के रूप में जो हम सपना देख रहे हैं भारत को स्थापित किया जा सके एमएसएमई सेक्टर और मैन्युफैक्चरिंग इन दोनों को लेकर स्थिति फिलहाल क्या है और आगे किस तरह की संभावनाएं हैं देखिए जैसे आपके ब्यूरो रिपोर्ट में कहा गया है कि जो मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर में जो एक चोट पहुंची है वो काफी काफी कठिन चोट है जैसे आपके डेटा में बताया गया कि जो मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर का कंट्रैक्शन 2020-21 में होगा वो करीबन 40 प्रतिशत होगा अगर आप देखें तो मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर की जो शेयर जो है जीडीपी में करीबन 16 प्रतिशत है और उसी में अगर अब एमएसएमई सेक्टर को देखेंगे तो एमएसएमई सेक्टर का योगदान करीबन 30 प्रतिशत है तो साफ दिखता है कि जो एमएसएमई सेक्टर बोलिए या मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर बोलिए इसमें काफी एक बहुत बड़ा एक धक्का पहुंचा है और यह भी बात हमें इसमें ध्यान में लेना चाहिए कि सरकार की जो जो नीतियां जो हैं उसके ऊपर काफी केंद्रित थीं अगर आप अगर आप जो क्रेडिट गारंटी स्कीम जो है या एमएसएमई की डेफिनेशंस 
उसको उसमें और उदारीकरण करना ये सारी जो काफ़ी जो जो डिसीशन ली गई हैं वो सारी एमएसएमई और मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर के ऊपर ली गई थी और उससे पहले भी जो कोविड के पहले भी एक नई मैन्युफैक्चरिंग कंपनी के जो कॉरपोरेशन टैक्स के ऊपर का जो एक एक आधार जो नीचा कर दिया गया था उसमें करीबन पंद्रह का कॉरपोरेशन टैक्स दिया गया था कि अगर नई मैनुफैक्चरिंग कंपनी अगर देश में कोई अगर उसको नया कोई काम शुरू करेगा नई मैन्युफैक्चरिंग कंपनी में उसका जो कॉरपोरेशन टैक्स रेट होगा वो पंद्रह परसेंट और बाकी जो सेस सरचार्ज लगेंगे करीबन पूरा सत्रह परसेंट का टैक्स लगता है तो अगर आप पूरी तौर से देखेंगे तो कोविड के टाइम में और कोविड के पहले से भी जो एक ध्यान सरकार का नीति का था वो काफ़ी था क्योंकि उसका कारण भी था कि जो मैनुफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर की जो कठिनाइयाँ और मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर में जो वीकनेसेस जो दुर्बलता जो आ रही थी वो काफ़ी से काफ़ी देर से ही दिख रही थी वो आप जानते हैं कि जो नौकरी का बाज़ार है वो भी थोड़ा बहुत नरमी है धीमा से चल रहा है और मैं समझता हूं कि अगर अगला जो बजट जिसको आप एक आशाओं का बजट कह रहे हैं मैं समझता हूँ कि ये मैनुफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर और एम सेक्टर को अगर एक नया एक, एक, एक जोश के साथ कोई नीतियों की और कोई एक सपोर्ट ना दिया जाए मैं समझता हूं कि हमारी देश की जो रिकवरी का जो पेस जो है उसमें उसमें ऊपर काफ़ी एक इम्पैक्ट करेगा तो बजट का काफ़ी चीज़ डिपेंड करेगा किस तरह से मैन्युफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर को फिर से एक रिवाइव कर सकें जी दैट इंडीड इज एन इज एन एप समीति एज फर एज यू नो दैनुफैक्चरिंग सेक्टर इज कंसर्न मिस्टर भट्टाचार्य एज पॉइंटेड आउट क्लियरली लेट्स ऑल्सो नाउ ट्राई एंड अंडरस्टैंड यू नो क्लियरली इन टर्म्स ऑफ हाउ द इंडस्ट्री हैज फेस्ड दिस पर्टिकुलर यू नो पीरियड द प्रॉब्लम्स और दू नो the roadblocks which are there as far as industry is concerned and the way the industry wants uh, the specifics in terms of policies uh, for msme in the manufacturing sector we have two representatives from the industry let me start uh, let me bring in uh, mr ashok shaigal first uh, the co-chairman of the cia's msme council mr shaigal from your point of view if uh, we need to understand uh, what is it that the msme sector needs most at this point in time yes i think uh, we in the msme sector we must recognize that there are constraints on the government side and the financial side of giving more uh, relaxation in the tax rates but i think that's not what we are looking for i think what we are looking for is stimulus in the demand and the demand much of it comes from government spending and the government spending if that is maintained uh, particularly in infrastructure projects i think that is something which we feel is will trickle down to the manufacturing units particularly the msme units uh, having said that uh, there is a continuing uh, problem which msmes forever face which is liquidity of course the finance minister has done an excellent job during the pandemic in releasing extra liquidity through the banks but for payments there there is still a constraint of payments coming in on time a recent survey we had conducted also in december also pointed this out as one of the constraints so the payments are not uh, while there has definitely been an easing of payments directly from government purchases from msmes there is a large chunk of payments which come to msmes as the next tier down from the larger corporates who take up large infrastructure projects mm-hmm. so overall if the government were to make sure 
that the, that the larger contractors are paid, it would enable them to pay MSMEs in time according to the commitments which they have made. Okay. So I think we're looking for an increase in demand by continued infrastructure spending and funding of the, um, the contractors, EPC contractors, through whom the MSMEs in turn get their business and their payments. Okay. I think that, is, that would be really the best thing the government can do given the constraints which are obvious to everyone. Okay, okay, clearly. So it looks like, you know, uh, these are uh, the key, key focus areas there uh, as far as uh, uh, your views uh, on, on, on the industry part is concerned. Let me also bring in uh, Mr. Mukesh Mohan Gupta. He's uh, the president of the Chamber of MSME. Mr. Gupta, uh, would you agree to what, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Seigal is pointing out in terms of the key focus areas should be for the government in this budget when we are looking at the MSME sector? Seigal, perhaps this is uh, the core area because the liquidity is the problem. Bank finance is not the only uh, solution to this liquidity problem. The problem is that the funds of the MSMEs are stuck up with the large corporate or the public sector enterprises. Mm -hmm. There was one law which was, you know, supporting too much to the MSMEs, that was insolvency and bankruptcy court. Wherever there was any default of 1 lakh rupees or more, the, these MSMEs were able to go to uh, honorable NCLTs, though that was, uh, that is not a recovery court, but still it was helping the MSMEs in a big way. Now that limit has increased to 100 lakhs, so 1 crore rupees. Now these MSMEs doesn't have the invoices of, you know, of that much of uh, value, uh, so one uh, party, one crore rupees is very difficult. So the problem is that Ministry of Micro, Small and Medium Enterprises has also set up MSCFCs, Micro and Small Enterprise Facilitation Councils, wherein the provision is that whenever any MSME files any uh, complaint or any uh, problem of delayed payment from the large corporate or the government companies or the other MSMEs, the, it has to be decided within 90 days. But what we have seen that, you know, it is years and years. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe the cases are pending for uh, two years, three years. There is uh, no uh, solution to these delayed payment. And when these MSMS, MSCFCs pass some award in favor of the MSMEs, still they have to run pillar to post to execute these awards. In fact, so that is the biggest problem of the MSMEs and particularly manufacturing, though we all are saying that, you know, the, the contribution uh, of the MSMEs into the GDP is 30%. But as okay. far as manufacturing is concerned, that is not too much. It's about 7-8%. The rest is uh, from the service sector. So service sectors may be doing good, but if we really want to boost the MSMEs, which is the topic of uh, today's discussion, we have to do a lot of things because if these payments are not being released to the MSMEs, perhaps new entrepreneurs will not come uh, for, for uh, setting up the new manufacturing plant. Existing manufacturers are also, you know, feeling it difficult to uh, take few, uh, to more orders or to complete the existing orders. That is uh, another problem. Uh, infrastructure is also, you know, uh, required to be like, uh, if I want to start a new manufacturing MSME, it is very difficult for me to find a place to land uh, land allocation is such a difficult uh, uh, situation mm -hmm. in today's scenario that it will be next to um, impossible. Uh, I'll not be able to find any land uh, to start my manufacturing activity. So availability of land, liquidity issues, ease of capital. Honorable uh, Prime Minister has definitely announced another 
uh, venture capital, thousand crore rupees fund for the startup. Okay. Uh, but more need to be uh, given to these uh, manufacturing MSMEs. Okay. Okay. So more money is needed, Preeti. There, it looks like you know both uh -huh. the representatives of uh, the industry are clearly pointing out that there needs to be more availability of funds and a little bit more tweak into perhaps ease of doing business norms there. बिल्कुल और अगर इन पे जो जो मसले उठाए हैं दोनों ने अगर उन पर एक एक करके बात करें तो जाहिर तौर पर फंड की जब हम बात करते हैं और लिक्विडिटी की जब बात करते हैं तो मैं अशोक सहगल जी से जानना चाहूँगी इसको लेकर जिस एक्ट की बात की गई है माइक्रो एंड स्मॉल एंटरप्राइज फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल टू थाउजेंड की बात है क्या आपको लगता है कि उसके रिव्यू की भी ज़रूरत है क्योंकि अगर पेंडिंग है अमाउंट अगर मान लीजिए पैसा नहीं दिया जा रहा आगे वो अमाउंट पेंडिंग है तो जाहिर तौर पर ये कहा गया है कि इंटरेस्ट तीन गुना दिया जाए बैंक रेट से ज़्यादा दिया जाए लेकिन ये पेंडिंग मनी होना बहुत बड़ी समस्या है एमएसएमई के सामने क्या आपको लगता है इस एक्ट के रिव्यू की जरूरत है जो काउंसिल है उसके पास न्यायिक शक्तियाँ उतनी नहीं हैं उन पावर्स का वो उपयोग नहीं कर सकती तो क्या इसके रिव्यू की जरूरत है फिलहाल जी हाँ इसमें दो मुद्दे हैं जो आपने कहा एक तो ये है कि जो जहाँ तक इसकी मुख्य पॉइंट है कि 45 डेज में पेमेंट होनी चाहिए वो तो उचित है और सही है उसमें कोई विवाद की बात नहीं है जो मोहन जी ने कहा कि जो एम एस एम हैं स्टेट फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल्स हैं वो कई जगह हमने देखा है कि अपना काम इतनी तेज़ी से नहीं करते हालाँकि एक्ट में लिखा गया है कि उन्हें 90 दिन के अंदर अंदर अपना डिसीजन देना है और ये बात का इसकी समस्या का समाधान करना है पर इसमें ये होता नहीं है कई जगह इसलिए कि कई स्टेट्स में एक तो बहुत कम बड़े स्टेट हैं और बहुत कम फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल्स हैं कई स्टेट्स में एक से अधिक फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल्स भी हैं और ये ज़रूरी है कि बड़े स्टेट्स में हर एक एंट्रप्रन्योर को स्टेट कैपिटल जाके अपना प्रेजेंट करने की ज़रूरत नहीं होनी चाहिए तो उधर और केंद्र खोले जाएं जहां के फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल्स हों दूसरी बात जो मोहन जी ने बिल्कुल सही जिक्र किया कि फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल अपना डिसीजन भी दे देती है तो उसको इम्प्लीमेंट कराने में बहुत डिफिकल्टी होती है जो जिसके अगेंस्ट खिलाफ जाता है वो सीधा जाके कोर्ट से अपना स्टे ऑर्डर या रिव्यू ऑर्डर रिव्यू पटिशन ले लेता है और बात वहीं की वहीं अटक जाती है तो इस इन्फोर्समेंट के लिए फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल मेंबर्स को एक तो और जागरूक करना चाहिए कि उनके क्या पावर हैं क्या रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी है और दूसरी तरफ उनको और पावर दे देने चाहिए ताकि जो उनका डिसीजन हो उसके अगेंस्ट जो अपील है वो अपील लिमिटेड टाइम में कोर्ट्स को भी क्लियर करनी चाहिए एक डिमांड सब इंडस्ट्री की है कि कोई कमर्शल कोर्ट्स टाइप सेटअप किए जाएँ जो कि जल्दी से जल्दी अपना डिसीजन दें okay. so, इस टाइप की सलूशन बहुत जरूरी है जब तक ये नहीं होता तब तक एमएसएमई मिनिस्ट्री ने बहुत अच्छा प्रावधान किया है कि अपने समाधान पोर्टल खोला है और एक दूसरा एक और पोर्टल है चैम्पियन पोर्टल इन दोनों पे अगर शिकायत दर्ज की जाए तो हम देख रहे हैं कि पिछले कुछ महीनों में कि ये काफ़ी इफेक्टिव हैं वो अपना जोर लगा के जल्दी से जल्दी समाधान निकाल देते हैं तो so, इसके अलावा जैसे मैंने कहा कि इनको कुछ फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल वालों को और पावर्स दे दी जाए और कोर्ट में जाके रिव्यू करके और डिले करवाने के लिए इसमें भी कुछ ये रोक लगाई जाए कि ये कहाँ तक हो सकता है और कितने दिनों में इसका डिसीजन कोर्ट को देना पड़ेगा और एक और इसमें प्रोविजन है कि अगर कोई कोर्ट जाता है 
तो उसको इसके एक परसेंटेज पैसे डिपॉजिट करने चाहिए कोर्ट में okay. वो कोई कोर्ट उनसे इंसिस्ट नहीं करता कि जी जब फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल ने आपके खिलाफ डिसीजन दे दिया है तो एज़ पर द एक्ट आप इतने पैसे जमा कीजिए तो एक तो ये स्टेप है और दूसरा ये स्टेप हो सकता है कि जो पैसे कोर्ट में जमा किए जाएँ अगर फैसिलिटेशन काउंसिल ने डिसीजन दिया है इंटरप्राइज के फेवर में एम के फेवर में तो उसमें से 50 परसेंट या कोई परसेंटेज एम को रिलीज़ कर दी जाए जब तक कि इसकी फाइनल सेटलमेंट नहीं होती okay. इससे भी काफ़ी राहत मिलेगी एम एस को ओके okay. ये okay. मेरे सुझाव हैं कि okay. ये सोच इस पर कुछ विचार किया जाए इंडीड दो आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट सजेशन प्रीति कमिंग इन फ्रॉम द इंडस्ट्री देसो ब्रिंग इन मिस्टर माधव लाल एंड मिस्टर कन्नन कुमार आई लाइक टू स्टार्ट विद यू मिस्टर माधव लाल यू बिन फॉर्मर सेक्रेटरी ऑफ the uh, msme ministry sir so in your views if we look at the kind of suggestions which are coming in from the industry now and the kind of position we are in and from there onwards with the very fact that not only manufacturing is the backbone of indian economy but in manufacturing itself msme is really really important there specifically in that uh, you know supply chain which we are looking at yeah i think uh, the fact that msmes are very important in the uh, value and production chains has been highlighted very well and uh, the issue regarding uh, delayed payments which has been a chronic problem has also been articulated over here so that continues to be a problem the i i i think uh, we have to consider in this budget uh, the fact that uh, it is coming after almost a year of a pandemic situation in which every every enterprise every individual has suffered but the suffering has been to a different uh, level in different sections of the society and similarly in the industry also the impact has been different and if i dare say that uh, the msmes uh, have suffered the most in this uh, typically uh, the msmes themselves are a very heterogeneous uh, group and uh, the if you take the numbers of the msmes actually the numbers is the highest in the micro segment and within the micro segment the really tiny livelihood enterprises they constitute the largest number mm -hmm. so while the problem of uh, supply chains and the money getting stuck is very important for a particular segment which are part of certain well established supply chains Uh, we also need to consider that the vast majority of the msmes almost to the extent of 95% may not actually be part of uh, regular supply chains so okay. they have a kind of intermittent uh, um, uh, group of uh, people to whom they supply or they are supplying directly to the retail so be that as it may the problem of money getting stuck is a real problem and uh, i i think uh, what has been discussed over here are the facilitation facilitation councils and the need to uh, you know somehow strengthen those uh, i entirely agree with what has been said by the previous speakers uh, with regard to the facilitation council and the need to strengthen uh, uh, the the uh, councils in the sense that uh, somehow make uh, their orders more effective uh, as the things stand presently they are in the nature of uh, you know something like uh, arbitration uh, mechanisms uh, and uh, therefore their decisions are subject to uh, judicial uh, uh, purview 
and that is what is happening. Another thing what is happening is, uh, which uh, perhaps doesn't uh, get highlighted always, is that those MSMEs who are part of the supply chains are not always so eager to approach the facilitation councils, especially uh, as was pointed out that the uh, functioning of the facilitation councils in the state is not uh, kind of uniform. In certain states, it is more effective. In other places, it is not so effective. So the effort in the past in the ministry, and I'm sure they are doing it at present also, is that uh, to uh, you know, uh, con continuously engage with the state governments, and in particular the industries department, which are responsible for the facil facilitation councils, and to uh, you know, strengthen and to make those like, mechanisms uh, effective. So here I would uh, like to bring up actually another uh, issue, mm -hmm. which is uh, that of course we are considering the budget, but uh, also uh, for in the context of the MSMEs, and this uh, issue was highlighted I think uh, by uh, one of the earlier speakers, is that there are major issues uh, of, uh, which are of a broad governance nature. Mm -hmm. which affect the MSMEs. Okay. So, uh, issues uh, like, uh, you know, availability of land, how to get uh, uh, the permissions for change of land use uh, and things of that sort. So, the engagement with the state governments is extremely important. Okay. Uh, if I'm not taking too much time, I would like to mention that there is a huge setup of the state governments to deal with the smaller enterprises, as there is also of the Ministry of Mechanism, uh, Ministry of uh, MSME, which has over, uh, you know, something like a hundred uh, field offices. So these field offices are existing, and uh, I personally feel that uh, there should be something in the budget to kind of uh, make these field offices also more effective in the current context. Mm -hmm. Because there has been a thinking in the past, I can say from my period uh, in the Ministry of MSME, when some people thought that, you know, these uh, offices like the District Industry Center or the MSME DIs and so on, they have outlived their utility. Now, they may have outlived their utility in respect of the kind of functions they were performing in the regulatory regime. But there is... Uh, uh, a lot that can be done by these units and there are personnel available over there, there are institutions, there are some prime, uh, uh, you know, places uh, in uh, every district, okay. which uh, some of these institutions have been allotted long time in the past. There are buildings and existing infrastructure, which uh, needs to be kind of upgraded for the current needs. And that has not been paid attention to. Okay. I mean, it can be argued, uh, continued to be argued that these institutions have outlived their utility. But the fact of the matter is that they continue to live. So either, uh, you know, I mean, they are totally done away with, which I at least don't recommend. Uh, I would recommend that they should be strengthened. And uh, coupled with the need for engagement with the state governments, mechanisms need to be evolved whereby the state governments are incentivized mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, engage in schemes to come up with the programs where the central government can contribute. So these are, I think, from a government okay. perspective and from a purely budget perspective, mm -hmm. the approach that can be adopted. 
uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, how uh, the industry representatives and the associations would uh, look at these. But I do believe that uh, at least the micro enterprises uh, can derive a lot of benefit through these institutions because they have no voice. Mm -hmm. They really okay. have no voice in the policy making. Right. And it is only through these institutions that their voice can be heard. All right, sir. Kanan Kumar sir, I want to come to you. The rest of the church has come to you. What do you think about the budget? What do you think about the budget? What do you think about the budget? What do you think about the government's sector and the manufacturing sector? And we know that the government has increased the focus of the government and the government has increased the focus of the government. The government has increased the focus of the government. राहत पैकेज उसकी जो घोषणा हुई है उसे एक तरह से हम कह सकते हैं कि अब बजट एक सही प्लेटफॉर्म है और ये अमली जामा पहनाने का वक्त भी है जो घोषणा की गई है क्या लग रहा है कि इस पैकेज से जो देश का एमएसएमई सेक्टर है और मैन्युफैक्चरिंग क्षेत्र है उसे अब कितनी मदद मिलेगी बजट के अंदर और जो बातें अभी तक चर्चा में सामने आई हैं तमाम स्कीम जरूर चल रही हैं सरकार की तरफ से लेकिन उनके इम्प्लीमेंटेशन को लेकर और उनमें सुधार को लेकर क्या देख सकते हैं इस बार हम बजट में uh, thank you very much for having me in this show. So as my previous speakers spoke, they've uh, mentioned the problems uh, that the MSMEs are facing and also the uh, governance problems uh, as uh, the previous speaker, uh, Mr. Lal spoke. So the MSME sector, uh, as uh, we all know, yes, it's a very major sector in the manufacturing sector. And it also plays a huge role in the exports uh, segment of the Indian economy. Almost 40 to 50 percent of the exports happening from the country comes from the MSME sector. So we have a situation where for the next few years at least global demand is going to be muted and the consumer demand even within the country is going to be uh, a bit of a problem. So there is uh, a two-way problem where both domestic and global uh, there is going to be problem from the demand side. So the budget as it is should focus on creating this demand. So this is, the government has been uh, giving, uh, just get, uh, came up with this 20 lakh crore package through Atmanirbar. Uh, a major part of it was through the monetary side, that is giving loans and credit infusion. Okay. Uh, but the fiscal spending side of it has to be enhanced because this is what ultimately is going to go into demand for the MSME sector. And okay. that is how I see some activity happening there. And the second part of it is the micro segment and even uh, to some extent a large part of MSMEs in India or in the informal sector. They don't have any institutional mechanism through which the government can even go and help them. And they will benefit only if the government increases its fiscal spending. Okay. So they should catch hold of a few sectors, let's say housing, because it has a huge multiplier, or infrastructure, and in, go into a huge fiscal push that will flow into the MSME sectors downstream and kind of bring them uh, to the pre-COVID levels, let's hope, in the next few years. Okay. Okay, Mr. Kumar, one more aspect here, as has been pointed out by, uh, you know, the industry representatives. Do you think there is a need to go ahead and uh, do a bit of a, you know, more tweak as far as ease of doing business norms are concerned, specifically for this particular sector, to go ahead and address those uh, concerns uh, which were raised about land allotment and certain other related issues? Uh, 
perhaps a little bit bit, bit of bit of more push required there yes of course so as uh, uh, mr lal spoke uh, most of the uh, regulatory uh, mechanisms that we have and the benefits that the government gives goes predominantly to the big players in the manufacturing sector so uh, msmes are not getting these benefits and uh, bringing them into the ambit somehow and that is the reason why the government is trying to formalize them to some extent and that also uh, has paid off some dividends but a lot more has to be done but on the whole if the msme sector and manufacturing sector in india has to grow okay. then it will purely depend on reducing the cost of uh, factors of production so if you look at our global competitors let's say a china or a vietnam mm -hmm. the cost of land is 40 or 50% of what it costs in india the cost of electricity is cheaper and the cost of labor if you adjust it to productivity so india still has cheap labor compared to china but if you adjust it to productivity china still kind of has an advantage okay. so unless and until we reduce the factors the cost of factors of production as a whole across board then the msme segment will not benefit much and that is something that we will have to do only by bringing in uh, regulatory ease mm -hmm. Okay, indeed, uh, those are uh, very uh, significant points, Preeti, out there in terms of you know taking into uh, uh, concern uh, the the points raised uh, by the industry there as well. बिल्कुल और इस बीच क्योंकि विशाल अभी हमने देखा कि startup summit हुई और ये दुनिया में अपने आप की सबसे बड़ी समिट थी स्टार्टअप समिट क्योंकि जब हम MSME की बात कर रहे हैं क्योंकि सरकार का लगातार ये जोर रह रहा है कि जो first generation entrepreneurs हैं वो सामने आएं और इसे लेकर ए के भट्टाचार्य सर अगर आपकी राय जानना चाहूँ कि स्टार्टअप और ईज ऑफ डूइंग बिजनेस की अगर हम बात कर रहे हैं आ, कितनी कोशिश जो सरकार की तरफ से हो रही है उसमें आ, और कोशिश करने की ज़रूरत है आगे बजट में हम देखते हैं जो पीएलआई स्कीम है उसकी भी अगर हम बात करें स्टार्टअप्स की बात करें साथ ही हमने देखा कि जो वन डिस्ट्रिक्ट वन प्रोडक्ट को लेकर बात की जा रही है ये सब कुछ कहीं ना कहीं कोशिश इसलिए हो रही है कि जो जहाँ है वो वहीं अपने आप को स्थापित कर पाए उसको रोजगार भी वहीं मिले और ना सिर्फ रोजगार मिले बल्कि दूसरों को भी रोजगार दे सके और मैन्युफैक्चरिंग और एमएसएमई को इससे बढ़ावा मिले ये सारी जो कोशिशें हैं मैं जानना चाहूँगी इनके इम्प्लीमेंटेशन को लेकर और इसमें और ज़्यादा सुधार को लेकर बजट में किस तरह की उम्मीद की जाए वेल आई थिंक यू नो इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट स्टार्टअप इको सिस्टम इज ऑल्सो पार्ट ऑफ योर एम एस एम ई सेक्टर most of the startups uh, the bulk of them you know there are about uh, about uh, 30 30000 startups in this country right now they are actually most of them except the barring the top 20 or so would be falling under the msme categories mm -hmm. so if you're talking about the msmes uh, just because startups are using more technology or they are using um, different kind of platforms uh, doesn't mean that they are not msmes so if there are uh, if you want to look at three big steps that this budget can 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 make a big difference to this entire msme and the startup space i would i would say that the first big step uh, should be that the government must spend more uh, in in key areas uh, of industry infrastructure so that the msme segments actually get more 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 uh, more more demand for their goods and services so that's number one number two i would say that there has been a problem in terms of clearance of their payments there is a backlog of payments that need to be cleared mm -hmm. and i think it will not be a bad idea 
to create some sort of a mechanism by which delayed payments attract some penalty by which the MSME units do not have to wait uh, for long period before they can get the payment. And the third uh, element I would say is this that there has to be some sort of a financing body in my view whether it is a question of startups or whether it is a question of MSME. We may right now believe that there is no problem of funding but I think uh, there, there is a, a, a need for particularly for the startup space uh, for the, uh, the venture capital uh, space is not very active in this country. Okay. So uh, I would uh, uh, very much uh, like uh, some sort of a financial institution or a financial support mechanism that is created okay. uh, to help both the startups and the MSME sector. Okay, that, that, that point, is, I, I'd like to take Preeti, uh, you know, that, that startup point to the industry representatives here. We have uh, Mr. Mukesh Mohan Gupta also. Mr. Gupta, uh, you know, as my colleague was pointing out earlier, in terms of how crucial a role uh, startups or technology per se specifically are all set to play as far as MSME sector is concerned. And as Mr. Bhattacharya also pointed out, you know, this is really, really important. So how do you view... Uh, one, this aspect, and two, if we, if we, if we are looking at vis a vis bu budget, then you've already pointed out a few points. Uh, perhaps if you would want to add more to it in terms of what the industry is looking forward to. Look, startup ko pehli baat to ye hai, ame khali keval jo technology hai, usse jod kar nahi dekhna chahiye. Jo naya jo ek uh, entrepreneur hai, jo youth hai, mara, if he is planning to start a new enterprise, maybe manufacturing, maybe service, to wo bhi startup hai. स्टार्टअप की जो सबसे बड़ी प्रॉब्लम है दैट इज लैक ऑफ अवेयरनेस एज यू और राइटली टोल्ड कि कुछ उसके बारे में कुछ ट्वीट्स हो या कुछ और थोड़ी जागरूकता बढ़े सबसे बड़ी प्रॉब्लम क्या है कि कहीं पर भी कोई इंफॉर्मेशन ऐसा कोई पोर्टल नहीं है जैसे मैं मैन्युफैक्चरिंग में अगर आना चाहता हूँ सपोज आई वॉन्ट टू डू फूड प्रोसेसिंग इंडस्ट्री आई वॉन्ट टू कम अप विद द टेक्सटाइल इंडस्ट्री आई वॉन्ट टू डू सम ऑटोमोबाइल पार्ट्स और एनीथिंग एल्स तो कोई अलग अलग मिनिस्ट्रीज की अलग अलग स्कीम्स हैं वो अलग अलग जगह पर हैं इट इज़ रियली वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर एनी बडी टू यू नो सी ऑल द इन्फॉर्मेशन मतलब या कोई और एक मैं आपको यहाँ पर आपको और आपके दर्शकों के लिए खास तौर से एक बताना चाहूँगा एक इनिशियटिव हमने चैम्बर ऑफ इंडियन माइक्रो स्मॉल एंड मीडियम एंटरप्राइजेज में लिया है हमने एक एम की पाठशाला में हम एक बना रहे हैं एम ग्रंथ वहाँ पर आपको आप कोई भी इन्फॉर्मेशन आप सोचिए जितने एक्ट्स हैं हमारी कंट्री में जितनी बुकलेट्स हैं जितने एफएक्यूज़ हम दे सकते हैं जितनी मिनिस्ट्रीज़ की स्कीम्स हैं वो सारी आप एम की पाठशाला डॉट कॉम पर जाकर ये एम ग्रंथ देख सकते हैं एक बात दूसरी बात जो फाइनेंस की और लिक्विडिटी की बात है मैं ऐसे समझता हूँ कि आने वाले समय में शायद बजट में खास तौर से ऑनरेबल फाइनेंस मिनिस्टर को ये देखना होगा कि हम अपने बैंकिंग सेक्टर जो है उसकी हालत कैसे ठीक करेंगे क्योंकि अभी तो स्टे लगा है सुप्रीम कोर्ट का कि आप एनपीए नहीं कर सकते मेरी आज भी एक बैंकर से बात हो रही थी उन्होंने कहा कि जो पीरियड है 90 डेज का वो तो निकलता जा रहा है जिस दिन ये स्टे हटेगा उस दिन एनपीए की बाढ़ आ जाएगी नंबर एक दूसरी बात ये है कि ये जो अभी जो सरकार ने ये जो एमरजेंसी क्रेडिट लाइन दी है आत्मनिर्भर भारत में ट्वेंटी ऑफ लोन जो उनतीस फरवरी दो को आउटस्टैंडिंग था उनको जो दिया है इसका जो रीपेमेंट है वो तीन साल का है चार साल में एक साल गेस्टेशन पीरियड है जहां पर कोई प्रिंसिपल का रिपेमेंट नहीं करना और तीन साल में है मैं एक छोटा सा एक आपको उदाहरण देके बताना चाहूंगा कि अगर मुझे पांच करोड़ रुपए का लोन भी मैंने लिया यहां पर 
तीन साल में पे करने के लिए मुझे करीब 1.67 करोड़ का तो प्रिंसिपल चाहिए और करीब 45 फाइव लैक्स अगर 9 परसेंट रेट ऑफ इंटरेस्ट से मिले मतलब करीब सवा दो करोड़ रुपए का हर साल मुझे वापस करना है कैश फ्लो मुझे चाहिए मैं नहीं समझता कि ये जो फंड्स हैं इससे ना तो कोई कैपेसिटी इंक्रीज हुई है ना कोई टेक्नोलॉजिकल अपग्रेडेशन हुआ है और जो यूनिट्स थी वो पहले से स्ट्रेस में चल रही थी ऐसा नहीं है कि ये जो कोरोना आया उससे पहले कोई हमारी कोई जो ग्लोबल सिचुएशन थी वो कोई बहुत अच्छी थी खाली भारत की नहीं सभी आ, मतलब विश्व में ऐसा कोई इकोनॉमी तेज गति से नहीं दौड़ रही थी ये जो एडिशनल फंडिंग अभी हुई है जब इनका रिपेमेंट शुरू होगा तो मैं तो पर्सनली मैं तो काफ़ी डरा हुआ हूँ कि उस समय जो बैंक्स हैं उनकी क्योंकि मैं भी बैंक के बोर्ड पर भी एक डायरेक्टर के रूप में मैंने काम किया है मुझे वास्तव में डर है कि ये जब ये शुरू होगा इंस्टॉलमेंट शुरू होगी इन लोन्स की उसके बाद ये जो एनपीए की स्थिति है वो कैसी होगी अगर एनपीए की स्थिति वास्तव में भयावह हो जाएगी तो क्या जो बैंक्स हैं वो आगे आ पाएंगे हमें और लोन देने के लिए ये जो बैंकिंग के लिए जो रिफॉर्म है मैं समझता हूँ कि इसके लिए खैर फाइनेंस मिनिस्ट्री में काफी डिस्कशन है और काफी कुछ जो काम है वो चल ही रहा होगा बट इंडस्ट्री साइड से हमारी भी ये एक रिकमेंडेशन रहेगी कि बैंकिंग सेक्टर के रिफॉर्म के लिए भी जितना भी अधिक हो सके उतना काम किया जाना चाहिए तभी जो नए जो स्टार्टअप हैं उनको शायद ये जो फाइनेंस की जो प्रॉब्लम है वो आगे आने वाली उससे वो डेफिनेटली डेफिनेटली लेट मी लेट मी ब्रिंग इन यू नो मिस्टर मिस्टर माधव लाल हेयर एज वेल एंड आई एम प्रिटी श्योर दिज नथिंग टू बी अफ्रेड ऑफ मिस्टर लाल ला सिंस यू 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 नो यू बिन देयर एंड डन दैट दिस पर्टिकुलर एस्पेक्ट अर्लियर ऑल्सो यू आर एड्रेसिंग दिस पार्ट एंड यू नो मिस्टर भट्टाचार्य ऑल्सो पॉइंटेड आउट इन टर्म्स ऑफ if you look at the finance then it is two parts one is the the release of the payment which is already stuck and the second part is you know more money required to go ahead and expand your business or perhaps come out of the stress uh, which obviously a uh, lot of uh, you know units are facing so how do you how do you see a government addressing or tackling this particular challenge so i think uh, finance basically can be divided into two parts one part as you rightly mentioned is what is happening within the supply chain itself so it is a question of the relationships essentially between the uh, tier 1 tier 2 tier 3 etc uh, enterprises in the value chain and the money is getting stuck over there and uh, the government has provided a mechanism for uh, a making the payments on a timely basis and mm -hmm. failing which b the mechanism for addressing it the point has been made earlier that this mechanism needs to be made effective i personally believe that if the state governments that is the industries department which are kind of continuously uh, persuaded by the central government that is the ministry of msme to make those mechanisms more effective it can help secondly various uh, you know uh, mechanisms have also been evolved for uh, getting the uh, these payments uh, uh, you know expedited through banking channels so those mechanisms have been tried and tested by sidbi in a big way and uh, i think those mechanisms need to be expanded also the other part is the uh, general flow of credit to the msme sector rather it is not just only credit which should flow to the msme sector but we need to think about mechanisms like equity flow also okay. being uh, uh, you know converged towards the msme sector okay now i, I, I a point was made earlier again i am 
kind of moving away from this uh, finance thing about lack of information. I personally again come back to the same issue that, you know, what can be done by the budget and what are the general statements of intent which are, uh, which usually find mention in the budget speech of the finance minister. Now, those statements of intent uh, are not always and not necessarily addressed by making allocations in the budget. So, quite a few of the things like, you know, credit and the credit flow and these kind of mechanisms would okay. only form part of the statement of intent or uh, how the government is thinking about these issues, okay. which may find mention in the speech of the finance minister. Okay. But the real test, I think, is what kind of allocations are being made for what purpose in the budget. Definitely. And whether it is, uh, you know, uh, direct allocation for the MSMEs or, uh, you know, the government is expecting some kind of a trickle-down effect by making allocations for some other sector, I think every allocation needs to be seen that how it will impact the smaller enterprises. Okay. And how they are going to impact the bigger enterprises. And how, what are the mechanisms uh, which are in existence for ensuring that this trickle-down effect actually happens. Okay. So, in that context, I am again flagging that one of the ways in which the government should be addressing and looking at this problem is to strengthen the institutions which will make sure that A, the productivity of the uh, MSMEs increases, uh -huh. B, that the MSMEs are properly guided as to what new technologies are available. And I'm talking about the general MSMEs. You know, some of the MSMEs know much more than you, uh, uh, the people who okay. are indeed, uh, indeed. sitting in the government. But uh, there are a whole lot of, uh, you know, a segment of the MSMEs which need to be provided some information in a, okay. in a reliable way. Okay. So, okay. those institutions I have mentioned, the DICs, the MSME uh, Development Definitely, uh, Institute, some kind of training and awareness programs, then I would also count uh, within this organizations like uh, the National Productivity Council and all, you know, they need to be strengthened and they need to be challenged that uh, during this period and for India to actually realize the ambition of uh, becoming manufacturing hub, mm -hmm. they need to play a role and Definitely. they need to play a role now in the current context with the MSMEs rather than with the larger enterprises who really don't need them. Okay. So, whether it is Quality Council of India, whether it is National Productivity Council, they were set up long time back and I think at that time maybe they came too early. But today there is a need and their uh, mission and uh, vision needs to be reimagined and definitely uh, these these all all these organizations need to and play a very very important and a larger role mr lal uh, thank you so much we're running uh, short of time here but those are really good and important inputs coming in from the you specifically talking at uh, you know the allocation and the impact out there thank you so much uh, uh, mr uh, manohar lal uh, mr bhattacharya mr uh, Kannan Kumar uh, and obviously the industry representatives we have Mr. Mukesh Mohan Gupta and uh, Ashok Saigal there as well as far as Vishal dekh sakte hai ki MSME sector ko aur manufacturing ki jab hum baat kar rahe hain to is budget se ummeedein kafi hain kafi darkar hai aur zahir taur par sarkar jo alag alag pravadhan hai jinki aaj charcha mein baat samne aayi hai inko budget mein shamil karke 
इन दोनों चीजों को एक नई दिशा दे सकती है एमएसएमई को और मैन्युफैक्चरिंग हब बनाने की जो बात है एक नई दिशा जरूर इस बजट से मिल सकती है फिलहाल इसी के साथ आज की खास पेशकश में इतना ही और कल का जो हमारा बजट पर स्पेशल होगा उसमें हमारी चर्चा का विषय होगा ग्रामीण इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर का विकास well that is also going to be a very very significant aspect out there do not forget to catch this show at 6 pm on rajasabha television you can also watch all these shows on our youtube channel so keep watching rstv thank you